0: that gospel is a powerful gospel because it brings a lot of imagery into what's happening you've got this caesar and he is now saying we're going to have a count we're going to have a census census now they do a census this was the first census but ever since this census every time they had it they do it for two reasons they want to know how many people are under their ruling Same reason we do it today in the United States when we count. We want to know who's living where and how is it coming about. And it helps with two things. One, it helps because it tells you how much military you might get. And it also tells you how much tax you're going to get. Okay, And those are big things in our government. Right, You need a good military. You need a good form to support a form of taxation. So that's the very beginning of the gospel. But as it starts to go in further you start to hear things like mary gave birth to a son and she wrapped him in waddling clothes and they put him in a crib not a typical crib but a manger why because there were no rooms for him in the city and then they start talking about this these angels now i have to tell you when we see angels when we picture angels you see all of these little statues people have in their home and they're always beautiful very smiling, very happy people. To the Jewish people, that's not what angels look like. Angels, when they came from God, were coming to tell them, what did you do that for? Okay, so they were big and ugly for them. So that was their fear with this. So it's not these beautiful little angels. It's something that's going to scare people. But it didn't scare Mary because she knew who she was and why she was there. And then all at once, can you imagine you have this Choir of angels singing. Now we have all these angels that are supposed to be kind of tough people that are going to roll you over. And now we got a choir of these people singing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of good will. Now, God works. We know that. God works and he worked the Messiah out that he would be born at a time when he could come and do God's will And he did it of all places in a town named Bethlehem. Now, I tell you all that because it's happening in such a way that the world does not know what's happening. He didn't come down. He could have had the whole world hear this choir of angels, but he didn't. He had meek people like shepherds. Shepherds were not the type of people you would invite to your home, okay? They lived out with their sheep. They smelled like their sheep. Do you remember a couple years ago or a year ago when the Pope said, Priests should smell like their sheep. Do you remember that? Are you not watching the Catholic news? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he wanted his priests to smell like their sheep. And that's because they lived with the sheep. So it's not a glamorous picture we're having here. But what we see happening is everything is in place for the Messiah to come into the world. He's been planted in a no place little town where nobody was going to know what was happening so that the child could grow up and do what his job was going to do or be 30 years later. And so today we look at it and we say, he came for everybody, but it's going to be a little messy. It's not going to be neat. It's not going to be clean. It's not going to be easy. Let me me give you an example. I have a five-year-old nephew, actually a great nephew. Who am I kidding? Okay. I have a five-year-old great-nephew who went to school a couple of weeks ago and told his teacher, my mom has the COVID. And so the teacher went and called the principal. The principal called his mother, and she said, I do not have the COVID. And she said he made a general announcement to the class. He's out of here. So she comes and picks him up, and she gets him home, and she said, why did you do that? He said, I thought it would be funny. He's five. You know, when you're five, you don't understand everything. I absolutely loved it. It sounded like something I would have done when I was five, to be honest with you. But kids see the world differently. And I think in many ways, they see the world with much more joy. A number of years ago, I was pastoring a small parish in Wheatfield, Indiana, a sorrowful mother, and I was at a young family's home for dinner and we're sitting around the table and this little boy says, God. 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 And I'm thinking, she needs to smack that kid up the side of the head and, or get a bar of soap and you know, make sure he never does that again. And I'm thinking, this is just crazy, why would you let your child do that? And the mother leans over and she said, she th- he thinks you're God. I said, what a beautiful child <laughs> and intelligent. Oh my gosh. You know, so I went immediately with this, isn't this the nicest four-year-old you've ever met in your life and he's adorable? And now today, that same four-year-old is the youth minister at his parish. Okay? It's a small parish, so it's a part-time job. His other job, he's the principal of the elementary school. And in that little elementary school when I was there years ago as the pastor of that little parish, the principal went into every classroom and read the Bible from them on the last day before Christmas to acknowledge Jesus Christ. And he's kept that same tradition going. And I think it's so interesting because... In our lives, we're called to bring people to Jesus Christ. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be neat. Sometimes it's very, very messy. It doesn't matter how messy it is. What matters is, by my words, by my actions, am I bringing people to a better understanding of Jesus Christ, the Messiah? Today we acknowledge his birth, Over 2,000 years ago. And we're still gathering. Why? Because the message of Jesus Christ can only be heard through us. And some days you're going to be very good at it. And other days we're going to be messy. You're going to find this hard to believe. But sometimes I have said things in my life and in my ministry that I thought, Ooh, ooh, I shouldn't have said it that way. But it doesn't matter. Speak the truth of Jesus Christ. That's what today is all about. So let us be mindful that tomorrow, Santa's coming tonight. I've heard it. I've heard it from a number of children. In fact, I got all excited. A man came and dressed up like Santa, and then I found out it wasn't him. He was going over the gymnasium, which I did not like. I mean, if Santa's going to come, he should come here, right, and bring kid toys for everybody. Um, But here's the deal. Santa's going to be very important tonight. And Jesus Christ is going to be very, very important every other day this year. So let us celebrate Santa and let us never forget Jesus.